Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 58 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Man, oh man, we are here at another Friday. We got some great things going on. And I just want to take a moment before I get into the show to fill you in. So, I know this is short notice for anybody who listens to the show, but I decided to create a, I'm calling it the Ranting Weight Watcher Consistency Challenge. And uh, it's going to go from October 2nd to October 30th. So, a total of four weeks. Basically, what I want is Anybody who wishes to join, just search Facebook for in the group section. I made a group. So you're going to search RWW Consistency Challenge if you'd like to join. And basically, either you know, you can make, you could put it in a post or you can make a video, whatever you want to do. Just commit to something for those, for that span of time from October 2nd to October 30th with something that you need to work on greatly in your journey. Commit to it. For example, I chose to commit to the one flaw I have is getting enough sleep. So I said, okay, fine. I commit myself to get in bed three nights a week for from October 2nd to October 30th by 10 p.m. I will be in bed by 10 p.m. I'm not guaranteeing I'll be asleep, but I will be in bed by 10 p.m. And that is my commitment for three days from October 2nd to October 30th. We're gonna, that's going to be my commitment to the group. And other various people have committed to tracking. Some have committed to uh, meal prep. Some have committed to water intake. And so right now there's about 35 of us. And it's going to be a great thing, uh, I think, for everyone. Because I'm always talking about consistency, you know. And if you guys, if you, I feel like this could be the introduction to something great. If you could see by October 30th that all of a sudden you're doing whatever you committed to and it's consistent and you, you're doing it without thinking or you're doing it without messing it up. We could, we could build on that foundation from there, you know? So if like for me, I, I committed to three nights a week to be in bed by 10. If I do this consistently and I'm successful, maybe at the end I'll do another commitment for, uh, you know, four, four nights a week. Add another night or add a, make it a different time. You know, whatever it is. 
You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm flexible either way. And so I just want to open that to you guys. If you want to join the group, if you want to be part of the consistency challenge, you're going to go on Facebook and you're going to search for RWW consistency challenge. And then you just request to join the group. I'll approve you and try to get in there before October 2nd. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a good time with it. Even if you get in a day or two late or whatever, I don't see it. There's still going to be four weeks. But anyway, let's get into this. Journey updates. Okay, guys. This was, I was never so happy <laughs> to see a half a pound loss. This is my first loss in four weeks. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, the total for the month of September, as we clean, as we finish out the month, is going to be. I'm up eight point eight pounds, and the total since January 2019, I am down one hundred thirty nine point two pounds. The pounds remaining to get to the current milestone, which is the minus one fifty WW milestone. It's 10.8 pounds away. The pounds remaining to get to the next WW milestone, which is the minus 175 milestone, is 35.8 pounds away. And the pounds remaining to get to our big goal, which was to lose 200 pounds and then reevaluate my life from there, is 60.8 pounds. I got to say... This week has been the most taxing mentally of my entire journey. Uh, my entire journey. So since I started January 2019, this week had tested me mentally more than anything else. And I'll explain why. Because you know, since I started, I, I started to become obsessed with consistency. You know that. I've been pounding that in your head for weeks and trust me when I tell you this, I don't plan on stopping. So if you don't like that, uh, sorry, not going to change that. I firmly believe in it. It's, it's required to be successful in what we're trying to do here. But I concentrated on creating that foundation of consistency in my life. And one of those things I did when I created that foundation was to never make a change in my regimen, in the entirety of it, whether it was exercise change or it's a food change, whatever it is, okay? I would never make a change unless I had three straight weeks of gains. So now, as of last week, you guys remember, that was my third gain in a row. And for the first time, because of how what had happened in the month of August with me being sick and how much weight I lost in the month of August being 19 point whatever, let's call it 20 pounds. I just didn't feel like it was legitimate gains and the same as I didn't feel like the 20 pounds lost was legitimate losses because these were losses because I was sick, because I could not eat anything because my stomach was bothering me that much. Because of that circumstance, I decided to stand firm on what I created. 
the foundation of consistency. In spite of the fact that I was going against one of my principles being you never make a change unless you're three, uh, unless there's three gains. I was going against that rule that I created for myself. And I went against it because of the circumstance. There's an exception to every rule. I've said that the last couple of weeks here. There's an exception to every rule. And sometimes common sense dictates the rule has to change. It's not changed permanently. It's changed just for this situation. I decided to stand firm on my belief in staying consistent. And whatever, gain, loss, whatever was coming, stayed the same. I was going to ride it out for the fourth week. And I did it and it paid off. I'm at the top now of my uptrend and we're going down. We're on the back we're back on the downward trend and we're going to keep it going cuz we believe in consistency and that's what we're doing. But in in all of this the 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 old voices started to come back. The voices of failure. That's kind of what I want to talk to you about. Today, I'm titling this episode, The Voices of Failure. Because they'll creep back. No matter, I I tell you, no matter how many times you think you've won, no matter how many times you think you've made it to a next level of the mindset required to do this journey, no matter how many times, there's going to be moments where the voices of the past, they come back to haunt you. They'll present you with all kinds of things to present their case. It's almost like you're in a court case and you're defending yourself for what you believe in. The Mainly the reasons why these ha- this stuff happens is because of the chains on your life. Okay, We all have them. P- other people like to call them bag baggage you know, like luggage or whatever. This is, oh, I got a lot of baggage in my life. No, I'm calling them chains, right? Because chains are much more descriptive, okay? And they, you know, to, to drag around a piece of luggage, not a big deal. Think about the, the story of Christmas Carol when the ghost of Marley came and he, he was wrapped in chains and he was dragging the weight of what he did in his life throughout eternity. This is this is why I call them chains. Because you're not dragging him through eternity, you're dragging him through your actual life. No matter how short or long we live, we all have chains. They all affect us in some way, shape, or form. Now, what are the chains? What kind of chains are we talking here? So, the, the deepest chains, the biggest ones, the, the most intimidating chains, these chains are like, I mean, they're like, if I can give you a description of what they look like, they're the kind of chains where you have some ocean liner, the chain that holds the anchor of those enormous ships. That's the kind of chain I'm talking about. And what represents this kind of chain? Anything that's happened in your past that has caused you any kind of trauma, mental abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all kinds of things that have affected our past, 
whether they're from loved ones or whether whether it was just some random event, like you were raped or whatever, that, you know, it was like an anomaly in your life that just kind of happened. These are the deep chains. These are the enormous chains on your life. These are the hardest chains to break when it comes to changing our mindset. These are the hardest chains. They're the deepest rooted and the hardest chains to break. You have some other chains that are closer to the surface. I call these the mid-level. Now, some examples of these is when you have self-esteem issues, when you're judging yourself all the time. You judge yourself so often. You, know, you hear people say it, I'm my own worst critic. But it's not that. It's To be a critic of what you do, it's not as bad as downing yourself. You know, to physically talk down to yourself. It is a form of mental abuse, but you're doing it to yourself. Think of it that way. Because mental abuse from a loved one is their words coming to you, right? But it's the same kind of words. It's the same kind of negativity, but you're talking to yourself. But critiquing how you do things, like I said the other week, whatever it was last week or the week before, I can't remember. But when I said to you, as long as it's true, if it's a true statement, what you're saying, it's not exactly beating yourself up, remember? So if what you're saying about yourself is true, then it's critiquing, right? But if what you're saying about yourself is embellished and, oh, I'm so stupid, you know, it's, it's insulting. This is a form of mental abuse that you're inflicting on yourself. Now, if you spend enough time inflicting mental abuse on your own mind, here's what starts to happen. You start to project what you're saying about yourself on other people. Well, if I feel this way about myself, how could they feel any different? They must think even worse of me. This is projection. This middle, these mid-level chains could be their own imprisonment if you really think about it. Okay? And what are they all, the root cause of all of these things, self-esteem, self-judgment, and projecting what you feel about yourself on other people, what are they all rooted in? They're going to be rooted in some sort of shame, or guilt-based feeling about what you are doing. Shame and guilt stretch vastly across your life. It's not just weight loss. Whenever you find yourself in judging yourself like this and stuff like that, have self-esteem issues in certain areas of your life, it's rooted somewhere within the, the spectrum of shame and guilt. Whether it is in the same token... These can tie even deeper to the mental, physical, and sexual abuse in the deep chains. So it's not as if they're the same chain, but they branch off of one another, if you could think of it that way. Any one of these issues, projecting your feelings on other people, all rooted some way, shape, or form into some shame or guilt you feel about yourself. And the cause of the reason you feel that shame or guilt could then obviously be branched to 
the mental abuse, the physical abuse, the spiritual, I mean, the sexual abuse from your past. Now, the more surface level chains, these chains are very small. These, these are going to be like the kind of chain you, you wrap your bike around a pole with so nobody steals it, okay? These are tiny chains that can probably be broken with a hammer and a really sharp tool. These chains are easily broken and it starts with just having the courage to take the step forward for whatever is causing the chain in your life. Now, these surface chains, for example, fear of success. People think I'm crazy when I say this, but I went through this. I know I, I feared success at some point in my life. And you would say, Don, come on, you're out of your mind. How could you fear success? Because the root of fearing success comes from fear of the unknown. What will be expected of me if I achieve, achieve this level of success? What comes next? That's how fear of success happens. Fear of the unknown comes in your head and says, well, if you do this and you do it right, what, the, what are they going to expect you to do next? Fear of success. Okay? And obviously with fear of success and fear of the unknown is fear of failure. And this one is the, in my mind, fear of failure is the easiest one to break of all of them. Because fear of failure is broken the minute you succeed at something. At least one of the chains. We have probably, (laughs) I'm 43 years old. Okay, so we build these things, these chains, okay? I keep using the word chains because I want you to know you're bound. Whatever your hurts of your past are, you're bound by them. And it's not luggage because you can leave luggage. You can walk away from a luggage. I mean, there's a reason they ask you that at the airport. Did you walk away from your luggage at any given time? Because you could just leave it somewhere. But this, you can't leave anywhere. These past hurts, these everything that makes you who you are right now, and this baggage you speak of, it's not baggage. It's a chain on your life. And this fear of failure is easily broken the minute you begin to succeed. Now, consistent success will be the permanent defeating of failure at some point. You won't, the more you succeed, the more willing you are to take a chance and fail. Okay? Because why? Because you know you've succeeded in the past, and why not give it a shot? If it doesn't work out, we'll try it a different way. We'll tweak it up. We'll do something else. These, this is the kind of risk. I take all kinds of risks. Since I started in January 2019 with this weight loss journey, I have taken risks that people shake their head at. They would never do. They would never have the balls to do it. Why? Because I'm looking at failure differently than they are. I see failure as my teacher, not as my judge. And that's what I need you to do the most because this is the beginning. 
This is the beginning of success. This is the easiest of it all. Is to begin by seeing failure as the obstacle put in your place, put in front of you, to teach you how to get past it to achieve, achieve additional success. Now, I want to get more into this. I want to talk more about this. So I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get more deeper into failure and how it has affected my life. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On Facebook and Instagram, search for at the Ranting Weight Watcher. On Twitter, search for at the Ranting WW. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. You can also call the show and leave a voicemail message that could be played on the air. Just call 505-652-7268. Again, that's 505-652-7268. We look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher is now rated number 4 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So we've been talking about how failures of the past or hurts of the past can come back at any given moment in your journey because of whatever's presently going on. And these are the kind of things I were going I was going through hearing these little voices in my head saying, "Don't you remember when you when this went wrong? Don't you remember when you 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 didn't listen here and you know and and then that went wrong and it didn't even have to be part of my weight loss journey it could be any failure anywhere and for for example when i was in high school i ended my junior year i found myself with enough credits to graduate high school and if I wanted to, I could graduate a year early, go to summer school, and take the one course required of seniors during the summer, and then start the fall my first year in college somewhere. I remember going to a guidance counselor and presenting this case because there was one other student able to do it. My guidance counselor answered me with, well, don't you want to walk with your friends? Don't you want to be celebrating your graduation with people you know, people you love and, you know, your friends that you grew up with and all of this? 
you know, I said to myself, well, you know, he's got a point there. I do, I would like to walk with my friends. And so I decided to listen to him. I decided that I would just go to my senior year as planned, as as normal, even though I had all the credits I needed to graduate. We go through the summer, and my school announces it is closing its doors. Everyone who was supposed to do their senior year is now being transported to another school. So here I am starting my senior year in a place I don't know with students I don't know. It basically was one year of what would have been a few minutes of walking down an aisle graduating with people I didn't know Instead, it turned into one year going to school with people I didn't know. And I was very aggravated. In November of that year, November 11th, my father passes away. And so now I find myself suddenly a man, you know. Things that are expected of me are completely different. Me knowing that I didn't need any of these other classes. I didn't need any of this. I already had all the credits I needed to graduate. I suddenly did one thing that I never did in all of my years of high school. I started skipping school. I would literally only show up for the one class I needed to pass. This obviously ruined anything of a GPA. It ruined any chances of any college taking me seriously that wasn't a community college. It ruined everything. This this occurrence is the greatest regret of my entire life. The greatest regret. That decision when my guidance counselor told me to do, you know, don't you want to walk with your friends? It, I, who knows? Who knows what would have happened if I didn't listen to him? Who knows what would have happened? Maybe I go to college and I fail miserably. I drop out anyway. But instead, I don't know that. It's guesswork. But I do know what I ended up doing is losing my father and not giving a crap about my life because I was 17, not having no idea what life was really about. I mean, if I can go back and slap the 17-year-old version of myself, believe me, I would. But that's where I found myself. I found myself... I went to a few semesters of community college, which felt like glorified high school. I had no direction. I had zero. I had no idea what I wanted to do with myself. So I was wasting time and wasting money. 
And so I dropped out. I never stepped foot into any college again after that. Many people, you know, when you see the lottery numbers going way up, they start to say, oh, you know what? If I win, I would pay all my bills. I do all this. I travel the world. (laughs) Yeah, and all that. That is wonderful. But my one wish is if I ever hit lotto, I would just keep, I would take that money and go to find whatever college would take me and chase the one thing I regret most not doing in my life and going after that diploma. Not that it would get me anywhere. I, I, I have no idea what it would get me at this point in my life at 43 years old. But it's, the, it's still the biggest regret of my life. It's one of the things, believe it or not, when I was facing making no decision or staying the course after four, three weeks of gains to stay the course on the fourth week. It's one of the things, one of the, re- the regrets of my life that presented itself to me as to the argument as to why I should not go against what I believe in or, or why I should go against what I believe in and make a change anyway. And it caused me to reflect even more on... This is when I started to branch into the failures of what it... In my actual weight loss journey, actual weight loss failures, thinking back to all of the times in my life, someone would give me their time, their effort, their money in some cases to help me lose weight. And... The, you know, it's almost like going through the 12 steps of, you know, being an alcoholic, the, the, feel, the feeling that you want to apologize to certain people in your life because they tried to help you and you just weren't there mentally. You just were not there mentally. And it's no excuse. It's no excuse. But it sucks. It sucks because you want to find every one of these people and you want to apologize to them. And so many people in my life, so many people tried helping me lose weight at so many times in my life. And these are the things that I just have to get over and move on from. Then there's the gastric bypass failure that was presenting itself to me. Here I made myself become morbidly obese, 460 pounds in my life, in my 20s. And the only way out seemed to be gastric bypass. And no matter what any doctor told me, this was the answer to all of my problems. Gastric bypass surgery. It was the answer to all of my problems. I got the gastric bypass surgery, and many of you know the story from there. In one year, from 460 to 277, none of my chains were fixed in that time period. The weight fell off too quickly to fix those chains. The weight fell off too quickly to fix the habits, 
the bad habits in my life. So then I spent the next 15 years showing the world that I had not changed one bit and gaining the overwhelming majority of the weight back only to find myself in January 12th, 2019 in Weight Watchers having gained almost all of the close to 200 pounds that I lost initially. Even even failures as a father presented themselves to me. Failures as a father. My daughter right now, she's nine years old. And I can't help but think my daughter is nine years old and she still doesn't know how to ride a bike. She still doesn't know. There's still training wheels on a, on any, on a bike for my daughter because I'm too overweight. I'm too big. My knee doesn't, I, I don't have what it takes to follow her to make sure she stays on the bike long enough so she can get that speed going and then I can let go and just let her pedal. I don't have it. But, and this, this presented itself to me when it was arguing the case that I should make a change and stop getting, get my head on straight. It all comes down to we have to stop holding on to the burden at some point in our life. What we did to other people, what we did to ourselves, what people did to us, we have to let it go. And the way to break these chains or the way to face failure when we're, when we're presented to it, is to figure out the core of what caused the failure in the first place. Who, what, where, when, why, how. These are the things we need to figure out when we come short. When we come up short in whatever we're trying to do. When we have a gain in the middle. Does it mean failure? We're going to talk more about this when we return after the break. Don't go anywhere. Stick with me. Nothing can stand in my way because I am an unstoppable force. My challenges crumble in my presence because I am so strong. My insecurities no longer have power over my life because I I am so confident. My mistakes are my choices and I am okay with this because I 
am so intelligent. The mirror and scale can no longer haunt me because I am so beautiful. I can face any circumstance with unwavering support because I am so loved. The demons of my past can no longer haunt me because I now love myself. All things are possible as long as I believe because God is on my side. I will achieve all of the goals not if but when because I have no boundaries. I am the champion of my story because I do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what I've done away from me because I am the author and the hero of my story. I'm coming. Victory is mine. Because I am enough. situation pretty close to instantly I can see everything wrong with it whether it's the way a company operates or whether it's the policy and procedure of a certain thing a company does or as simple as the way a person thinks the way they see a situation in their life. And then I come along. In your mind, in everybody's mind, there's a section of your mind that looks like a china shop. And inside there are these beautiful dishes, cups, saucers, And they all have beautiful hand-painted designs. And each one of these dishes have a category. And they all represent something. They all represent what we've been taught. Something. The way something should be done the way thing a certain thing should be handled, the way you act a certain way in a certain situation. Each plate, each cup, each saucer represents one of these things. 
And it's been pounded in our mind over and over and over our entire lives. This is just the way it is. This is the way you should do it. This is the way you conduct yourself at work. This is the way you conduct yourself in school. This is the way you conduct yourself as a a child. This is the way you conduct yourself as an adult. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. We've been told how to think, what to do, when to do it, how to do it, where to do it. Never why to do it. We've never been told why. We've only been told this is just the way it is. If we ever have the balls to ask why, this is just what you should do. It's the right thing. Then enter a person like me. I am the bull that just entered the china shop. And everything you believe to be the way, I'm going to show you just how fragile is that way. We've been told, oh, if you want to lose weight, just eat more calories or eat less calories than you burn. And if things get tough, just just stick it out. Be strong. Willpower. And yet we fail. Time and time again. And each time we fail, we feel worse than the previous time we failed. Each time we fall short, it just makes us think even less of ourselves than we thought before falling short. It is all lies. Failure was never meant to show the world that you are bad at something. Failure was never meant to show you that you are bad at something. Failure has always been the teacher. The teacher to get past the next obstacle. Every milestone you achieve, every milestone you chase comes with its own set of obstacles. And like landmines everywhere, failure remains there 
waiting to be had because without these failures, you'll never achieve the end. Without learning what needs to be learned at every given step of the way, you will never achieve the end of the journey. Failure is there to teach you the next step. In order to go there, you must go through me. You don't get there until you successfully move this obstacle. Every failure is just the next obstacle. But Don, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just keep over and over again. I make the same mistakes. I binge it again. Stop being so dramatic. So what? You binge ate. So what? You lost control. You were at a party and you ate something you didn't plan to eat. You were in a social situation and food was available that you didn't intend to eat and you ate it anyway because it was just that tempting. So what? But you don't understand. My, I, I thought I had the willpower. I thought I'd be able to do it. Whoever in this world started saying all you need to do is have the willpower was full of shit. Your willpower was never enough. It didn't matter how much you had. It was never enough. It was not enough on the first day and it won't be enough on your last day. Willpower is never enough. Your future outcomes are produced by your current mindset. If you don't change your current mindset, if you don't change the perception of yourself in your own mind, Nothing will ever change. Your future outcomes are produced by your current mindset. So, the real question is, how do I change my mindset? By forming habits and rituals. How do you develop habits and rituals? By creating consistency. Create consistency in everything you do. And following will be new habits and new rituals. Where 
at one moment, you didn't track anything. You created, you create a commitment to yourself. And you stay consistent with that commitment. And then you build on the commitment. You go, okay, I'm going to track three days a week for four weeks. And then you make it to the end of the four weeks and you've tracked three days a week. So you have a choice now. Add a fourth day. Keep going with the third day. Whatever you want. Whatever you're ready for. Build on the consistency. Before you know it, four or five months have gone by and you don't even have to think about tracking anymore. You're doing it seven days a week now because it's just a new habit, a new ritual you go through. You don't like food prep. The same thing. Start with food prep for one meal a day. Three days a week, four days a week, five days a week, whatever it is. Just choose one meal. And at the end of those four weeks, add a second meal. Before you know it, you have developed a new ritual of meal prep. Put all of these rituals, put all of these habits together in one situation, a healthy lifestyle. You no longer need willpower. Suddenly, when you're in that party situation and that food that's there, available, that used to make you go so crazy out of control because you think you failed is just something you eat. It's just something you eat. It no longer causes you to go out of control. It no longer causes you to fail because you created habits and rituals. with the beginning of your foundation of consistency. And even if you have that one night where you binge ate, even if you have gone out of control at a party, your habits, your rituals, your consistency speaks for itself. And that night no longer is the rule. It's the exception. And you move on from it quicker than you ever thought possible. Your future outcomes are produced by your current mindset. Change your mindset with consistency, habits, and rituals. What I need you to realize most is this. 
these things you call failures, they aren't failures at all. These things you call failures are lessons waiting to be learned so you can reach the next level. So tell me this, how much longer will you allow failure to be your stumbling block? How much longer will you allow failure to cause you to quit? How much longer will you do things the exact same way, expecting different results? When will you realize failure was just put there to teach you the lessons you need to learn to keep going? When will you realize embracing failure is the stairway to success? Everyone has a burden to carry that the rest of the world doesn't understand but you you've been carrying this burden long enough let go of the chains stop wearing them like a badge of honor lay them down so you can think clearly for the first time in a long time Now, clear your mind, close your eyes, take a deep breath in, and let it go. And now, I want you to think of the one thing you need to work on the most. This is the one thing that will start the construction of your foundation. It is perfectly okay to build your castles in the sky as long as the foundations touch the ground. It is time to start right now, today, right this minute. Today is your day. No more putting it out. Today is the day that you start your new beginning your quest for greatness your quest for true lasting success in everything you wish to do and all you need to do is give it all you got 110 percent and never quit never give up just keep going just keep pushing because there's only so far and you will have exactly what you want I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.